Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Danae, and I am here with Robin Warren of Geek Girl Strong. Hi, everyone. And Siobhan Coleman of Geeky and Creepy. Howdy. And we're here to talk about Black Panther, which, if you have been paying any attention to anything Jordan Denae has done on the internet for the past few months, it has been all Black Panther all the time because we're obsessed. And I brought two people to talk about it who are black. (laughs) (laughs) Who are equally as obsessed as I am. Is what I was going to say. But yeah, we started talking a little bit before we started recording about like everyone's first impression leaving the movie. And the first thing that came up was like the females in this movie. Um, That was definitely one of the things that I noticed first is, first of all, I want to be all of them Mm -hmm. and they're amazing and beautiful. Um, But like, what were your thoughts about the female characters in this movie? Robin, you go first. Um, mostly just having women who looked a lot more like me, who had different characteristics. Like, they had very distinct personalities from one another, although they were all coming from the same place. Um, and they look similarly to one another, more so than, like, other characters. Like, Black Widow doesn't look like these characters. Yeah. Um... And for me, they they sort of became this holy trinity of Shuri's humor and comedic value and youth versus Okoye's very stern but nurturing personality. And then Nakia's very, like, new age Wakanda outlook Um, and how they all three of them just kind of created this perfect support system for their people. Yeah. Do you have more or different thoughts about the female characters in Black Panther? Um, so I didn't realize this was something I needed. Like I needed to see these strong women kicking ass, yeah. still being all about family values and still being like, hey, we do need to help more than just ourselves in the world. Um, and like Robin said, it's just when you see people that look like you on screen, when you see that, no, we can actually come from the same place. We don't look identical, but you can tell, yeah, no, we're definitely from Africa. We are definitely black. Like, I haven't had that in a movie ever if it wasn't a black exploitation film, which yeah. those are, like, a whole other thing, but it's, like, it's nice to see this in a mainstream film, especially coming from Disney and Marvel. Do you guys have a favorite? Is that too hard to ask? Uh, yes. <laughs> I told you, they are an entity. Yeah, cool. The cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, they, they are the trinity to me. They are yeah. the Triforce. Oh my god, yes. No, that's good. <laughs> I want this on everything. <laughs> that's a very good answer. I'm like suspicious if someone has one favorite character from that movie. That's, yeah. That's hard. People keep saying they're team whomever, and I'm just like, no, that's not a thing. I'm team Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Right. All of it. Yeah. Um, I do 
it's not a favorite. I she was a show stealer because she was not in the film as much as everyone else, and it is Shuri. Yeah, because she is the youngest, so she mm. is not going out and fighting with everyone. However, she is staying in the loop by giving one all of the like giving everyone all of their tech and being like, "I made all the stuff you have on, yay!" And then like the scene. Spoiler, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of late, so I hope you did, um, where she is helping them remotely from Wakanda by driving the car. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's humorous in a very situ- in a very serious situation, but it's, it's like the little sister we all have or want, and it just made me happy to see her, and I can't wait to see her in everything else she does. Yeah. Well, something cool about Sherry is, Siobhan, you cosplayed her at uh, C2E2 last year, and I, like, did not know that character before. Mm-hmm. So... It's really cool to see, like, a character that if you've been up on the comics, you already know is cool. But if you're, like, a noob like me, like, we now so many more people know about her character. I'm like, they should, because she's amazing. Yeah. And she's smart. She's yeah. smart. And I would say that I was probably, I'm inspired by all of the characters. I was probably the most inspired by her character because she was the youngest and the smartest um, and just being someone who wasn't encouraged to go after the sciences, like most young girls are not encouraged to do so. I think it was really important um, to see that character. And I mean, we've seen coming out of the movie afterwards that Disney is taking the initiative of creating STEM centers yeah. for young people um, because of her role. And then I think I'm just, each of those three, I guess we would say, like, the main female characters of the movie, each of them I see myself in, so that also makes it difficult, but I would probably say I was most inspired by Shuri's character. Something about you saying that just reminded me, so we all got to see the movie together, which was really cool, and we got to see it with Robin, your mom. My mama. And Siobhan, your nephew, who is 11, or was 11. He's 12 now. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the coolest things about seeing the movie is we were chatting about it afterwards and your nephew said he wanted to cosplay Shuri and that was like that was just really cool like a a young boy was like she was the best and I want to dress up like her I was like that's that's rat like I almost started crying <laughs> it was just the sweet like it was so it was so sweet and she's amazing and like the fact that she's inspiring everyone is awesome agreed yep <laughs> Um, okay, so now that we've talked about all the sweet female characters, <laughs> another thing that we talked about that I imagine you guys have had more conversations with after the movie than I have is about the difference between, like, African characters and African-American or, like, the way that this movie showed that, um, what, like, what were your first thoughts either watching the movie or afterwards about, like, the way they portrayed it in this movie? I loved it. Um, Because it's... Unless you are black or are somebody who is involved heavily in a black community, you don't often see the differences between what it's like being black, African-American, and actually from Africa. Like, you have roots. You get to be like, my family's from Nigeria. We are still here doing X, Y, Z. Whereas the rest of us are like, yeah, my family's from North Carolina. Like, yeah. So there's, not to say that we don't have culture as African Americans, but it is steeped in some other stuff because of things like colonizers. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I'm happy they portrayed it and I'm happy they didn't do it negatively. Like, there are 
like the way they go about it, Eric Killmonger versus T'Challa, you do see that they are both right. They are both wrong. It is their execution in this that really fucks them up. Yeah. So like I I'm happy that they spoke about it, that it wasn't just, hey, everybody's from Africa and that's it, and we're not gonna talk about what it's like. And everyone's being the same, no matter like everyone's the same. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. So that made me really happy to see. I wasn't expecting for that to have a role in the movie at all. I didn't know that that was a huge part of the plot. So the fact that they did it meant a lot to me, especially as someone whose father is African-American and my mom is Jamaican. And when I would explain that to people as a kid, they'd be like, so you black? And it's like, well, yes, <laughs> but actually like there are arguments in my house. Like I come from a multicultural family. These are two completely different cultures yeah. They have similarities because they're both from the same continent if you go back far (laughs) enough. But the fact that you have to go back that far and I can't tell you where either one on either side of my family, where our ancestors exactly come from in Africa. Like I could just start telling people Wakanda because I don't know (laughs) where we come from. I might as well just say that. Um, It felt really important to me because a lot of people, especially if you didn't grow up in a city, um, especially like New York City, that's very diverse. People don't, they just like, black people are black. These people are this. Like, there's no distinction between the cultures within a race. So the fact that they touched on that was really surprising. It was a pleasant surprise. It was really deep for me. Um, and there were a few lines that were like right to the point of it. And the fact that they were in Oakland in the 90s during the riots. Like, there was very pointed... um, And, I mean, we Ryan comes from that area, so it makes sense that he would do that. Um, But it was surprising because it's a Marvel film. (laughs) Because it's a comic book film. Yeah, seriously. And if you're a comic book fan, you know how deep comic books can get, but they haven't really done that with the movies yet. Yeah. Um, They haven't gotten as deep as the actual books are because it's been more shoot them up blow them up man flying in the sky stuff, which is fun. Yeah, I feel like this movie did such an amazing job of... It is, like, the first Black Panther movie, but it wasn't, like, here's a bunch of extra setup that you maybe don't care about. Here's, like, a lot of fluff that just explained... It went right into the story, Mm -hmm. and then it's, like, amazing story the whole time. I think you're right. Like, as far as all the Marvel movies go, it seems like it did the best like, complete, full circle right out of the bat, and it was so incredible and and impressive. And I mean, when you, after seeing it the three times, when you you see it a couple of times and you realize that the young boy in the beginning asking his dad to tell him the story of his people is Killmonger, it's like, huh! Like, that that makes it even... And they, they were able to do the origin story in a way that tied into the movie and then you can still go back and think about it and it's deeper than just a little boy asking his dad yeah what were other parts because we've all seen it more than once what were other parts (laughs) that like you picked up on more like a second or third time I caught it the first time, but it meant more each time I watched it I have seen it five times (laughs) (laughs) I might be going back for a six Um, my favorite scene is when he is supposed to be moving on into the afterlife with the rest of the kings and he's arguing back and he's saying like all of you were wrong and he's actually like contesting against them that is my favorite scene because like 
I felt that pain. Like, when he's just yelling at his father, like, mm-hmm. you... In black communities, you don't yell at your parents. You don't do anything back to your parents. You don't even say the slick shit underneath your breath because they can hear everything. But the fact that he sat there and he was crying these tears and he's like, you were wrong. Like, why did we not go back and help them? Why did we not just take the boy in if nothing? Like, Mm -hmm. that, every time I watched it, it was just like, nah, that still hurts. Like, every time it it had that same impact. And it's, it's truthful. It's like, if there is this magical world why don't we go back and everybody's favorite thing to tell anybody not from america is to go back and if we could Mm -hmm. we would unfortunately we don't have like yeah we don't have records that show i am exactly from here so seeing that it was just it made me cry all five times (laughs) that part didn't make me cry every time but i felt a lot being able to see t'challa that i think was a really good example of a well-rounded man emotionally um, who had things that he felt was right, who would stand his ground and be stubborn at times and, like, just a regular person rather than having to be this hyper-masculine entity at all times in the movie. Seeing him cry more than once in the movie was really big for me um, because also, I mean, hyper-masculinity is a problem in most, if not every single culture, at least American cultures, Um, but in my experience with the black men in my life, I can't really tell you if I've ever seen them cry. So like watching that movie and then being able to know that little boys like your nephew, Siobhan, are seeing that movie and, and are seeing different representations of what it can mean to be a little boy like them and to grow up into a man, you know, that they might grow up to be, um, those scenes meant a lot. And also, if we were to go back to Africa, they'd be like, who are you? Like, (laughs) we would show up and not have a tattoo on the inside of our lip to show, like, where we come from or that we belong there. We know nothing about their cultures and the way that they know them. Um, So, yeah, all of that stuff was really deep. But that's a big thing about being African and African-American. They are not the same as much as everyone likes to lump lump us in one giant category. We are two very different groups and then within each of those groups it gets even more diverse so yeah like no I'm definitely agree with Robin there is no going back because they'll look at you sideways and be like I'm sorry who are you <laughs> and there's a language divide right yeah, like, even yeah. if they did speak English right yeah there is still how they speak English like right. there are there's slang that we use in New York that I can't use in like Louisiana right so mm-hmm. imagine going to another country they're just gonna be like no go home yeah and I was recently in November my fiance and I went to Colombia and we went to the first city in the Americas that was founded by free slaves. And I was like on the verge of tears the entire yeah. time. <laughs> but um, one of the things that was very emotional for us was the people there greeting us saying like, we are of the same story none of us know where we come from so we're family um and that's as close as we get like it doesn't we don't you know I I have this terrible joke that I tell people that's like I could do one of those like find the history of your family stuff but when you go back far enough all you're gonna find are receipts and like you're not I I do say that I know it makes people uncomfortable (laughs) well but I mean you're not wrong so it's worth saying right and it's just the fact that a 
comic book movie that is associated with movies that have not gotten that deep yet mm-hmm. was able to do that um, is very impressive. And I think it deserves the respect that it's getting. Yeah, and something you said that I've seen a lot of like articles about since the movie when you were talking about the way like masculinity is presented is it's also it's also really cool to see in the movie how men interact with women like and all di- like sisters ex-girlfriends mothers or not act- I mean Stay I don't moms. totally yeah did they like explain that in no they so I only know because I have people who tell me <laughs> but it I think that was a really cool thing to see the way that the way that especially um, T'Challa like talked to all the women in his life that was just like a really cool thing to see in the movie I love the not talking down that doesn't happen because he could be like I'm king now like you're my mama but whatever you have to listen to everything I say like you're my little sister but you are the person who makes our tech so now I am technically above you like he didn't do any of that and he took all of their advisements like into consideration even Mm -hmm. though he's like nah I'm king he's like but you've been doing your role for however long you've been doing it and I just got this last night so it's like I'm still going to listen (laughs) to you because you've still been doing your job longer than I have and I don't know if that was the thought process behind it but I just like you said my favorite part of this movie is the way they interact with each other and Mm -hmm. it isn't I'm better than you Mm -hmm. I'm above you whether it is because I am from Wakanda and you are not whether it's because I am king and you aren't or it's because I'm a man. That's usually what the default is, regardless mm-hmm. of what anybody's position in life is or position in power. It's, I'm a man. I trump you. Right. I just know more than you. Right. But not once did he ever go into any scene and just be like, nah, I'm better. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes is when he freezes because you <laughs> yeah. don't have to see his face to read his body language. Uh-huh. And he just melts inside of that suit. He just sees her and just like the sigh in his voice of, hi. It's like, oh my goodness, that was the most adorable thing I've ever seen a superhero do. Yeah. Maybe outside of like Spider-Man, but that's because he's a little boy a lot of the time. Like he's a little cutie pie. Yeah. Um, So seeing this like brawlic man who just became king, his dad just died. After he beats everybody's ass. Right. Like if you think about where he's flying back from, he was just fighting everybody in Civil War. And then he sees this girl he really likes and he's just like, and I'm a puddle. (laughs) I'm a kitten puddle of kittens right now. (laughs) It's so cute. It's so cute. Um... Also, so Robin, you are an only child. Yes. But I think the brother-sister dynamic is, like, it's the cutest. Like, if I, I don't know, it's cool to see a little sister be, like, do the annoying little sister things. Like, when she, one of my favorite, like, comedic scenes when she takes the video of him flying across the room. Like, that, but even that interaction, like, the way they are, like, respect each other and love each other and also are still siblings who are trying to like troll each other when they can (laughs) and like her when she speaks out at his uh at his um ceremony and like is making a joke in the middle of this like very serious thing I just thought like that as a sibling relationship was so cute I am the youngest (laughs) (laughs) 
I definitely saw a lot of myself in her in those scenes because it's like now I've definitely annoyed the hell out of my siblings but it's all in good fun it's it's out of love like you're doing it you're not doing it to be malicious you're doing it because this is all you have to make fun of your own siblings like that's the one constant you're always going to have regardless of what job you're doing it's like I can always make fun of you I yep. have a video saved I'm sure she has a ton of videos and I want to see every one of them I know. <laughs> I know and for me as an only child who doesn't really want more than one child <laughs> herself, the scene where um, Killmonger is standing over Shuri mm-hmm. and just this, again, the sound of his voice when he screams her name and gets everybody off of him so he can go to her. That was the one time in a very <laughs> long time when I was like, maybe... It's worth procreating twice <laughs> to be able to see, like, the love and interaction between siblings. Um, but I know siblings don't work out that way all the time. So yeah, it's not If my mom is listening, don't get too excited about it. They were just, their relationship was really great to witness. And when I meet people who have those relationships with those, with their siblings, it's, yeah. it's real cool. Yeah. Um... This is unrelated, but so important. Everyone looked amazing in this. Like, the actors and actresses are all the most beautiful people in the world, but also the clothing and the jewelry and the hair. Like, everyone looked so cool all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking a little bit before, like, have have you guys taken anything from the movie and been like I want to look like that in my real life I want to take this back into my daily outfits um all of it (laughs) (laughs) so I pre-ordered the art book for this movie like three months ago as soon as it was up on Amazon I was like I want it and it actually came to my house before the movie came out and I tried so hard not to flip through it because I was like this is gonna be a spoiler Mm -hmm. yeah that's weird but Flipping through it, I'm like, oh my god, all these costumes that we didn't even get to see. I'm like, if this, like, they put so much into this, and it's like, we could only give you just the tip. And I'm like, but I want it all. (laughs) I don't care. Like, I don't know if I want them to do another fashion show. If you don't know, they did New York Fashion Week this year. And it's like, no, give me all of this. I hope in the sequels we get to see these alternate designs for these costumes. And, like, Ruth Carter was amazing, and she actually worked with the person who did the stuff for the art book he's actually Filipino and Mm. like there are things taken from his culture and her culture and they like meshed it together and I'm like this is awesome like you see blendings for both of it like the beadwork in it some of it is taken from his side that's cool so it's like I just want all their outfits I need an adult fashion line marble Mm -hmm. Disney whoever (laughs) someone out there please as much as I like dressing my nephews and my nieces like I want the adult version to all of the things. And I also just, I started going to the gym again and kicking ass. And like, <laughs> now I want to do kickboxing and I want to learn how to use a bow staff. Like, yeah, uh, so real. motivating. I didn't know that Lupita had those arms. <laughs> and I was like, yes, girl. Because now she just had, now I just notice them all the time. Yep. And I think it's the same thing as like when everyone realized Michelle Obama yeah. had those arms. Yeah. And everyone's just like, look at those arms all the time. Um, and I love push-ups, so I'm just like, <laughs> she's been doing push-ups. I'm sure she's been doing a lot more than that. Um, yeah. But that was really cool. And then I've, I've had this conversation with a few people. It's the first time that you get to see Lupita shown as a love interest that is a positive role. 
Yeah. And not like a slave that is being raped constantly or anything like that. Or an alien that's all CGI. Right, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was the first time in a long time where I've been able to see the main love interest who is a darker skinned black woman and the fact that more people are noticing how beautiful Lupita is says a lot about how this movie is different than the other movies that she's been in or other movies that other black women have been in. Um, because we know they treat love interests differently when they're shooting them and when they're giving them lines and when they're giving them actions to take or movements to make. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we left and my fiance was like, Lupita. <laughs> and I was like, look, boy, all of us have been feeling that way already. You're late to yeah, the game. so late. <laughs> and I'm okay with that because she's out of everyone's league, so I'm not worried. Right, right. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, and then I also wanted to get the undercut that Shuri has. Yeah. But the barber I tried to go to was unavailable, so I'm still working on that. No. So stay tuned for pictures stay, of stay tuned for Robin's me future haircut. Showing out. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. My favorite thing about not the movie are the cast interactions, just like in real oh life. Oh my god! Also, Lupita. Oh my god! I don't know. if She has like magic pixie dust in her pocket. <laughs> it just like blows in your face. But every picture that anyone has ever taken with her, they just look smitten, and yes. mm -hmm. it's just like. Are, are, are they dating? And, like, I really don't care about celebrities and, like, what they do in their personal lives so long as they keep, you know, with the contracts. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, to see her with every person, and I'm not talking, like, just men. Men and women. Yeah. Whenever she's standing next to them, you're just like, damn, y'all look good together. Like, if I stand next to you, is it just gonna, like, change my entire appearance? Am I just gonna be a whole new person? I think so. And yeah. I, <laughs> I think that's how it works. <laughs> Either she's just an uplifting person and she's just, like, standing next to me, like, you are the special thing. Or, like, she just makes you glow. Just, like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's I think magic. It's all of it. I think she's beautiful in every way. Because from everything that I've ever seen about that woman, she just seems like a wonderful human being. Yep. And she's obviously a gorgeous person on the outside as well. And I think everyone is just, like, I don't know. You know what? If people want to go and look at my face when I'm standing next to David Tennant, look at like the face that I'm making. We will link to that. In. Robin has the most earnest, excited smile I've ever seen a human have. And yeah, you're right. That is. That's how everybody looks standing next to yeah. Lupita. So I think there are just a certain, like there's a certain something about some of the people in the world. Like David and Lupita. If they were in a room together, I'd just no, die. No, they can't. Um, but they're both in the Marvel Universe, so maybe. Maybe. We'll never know. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a certain something about certain people that just makes everyone around them glow. Also, like, you don't, you never know unless you're there, but every bit of behind the scenes or, like, the people involved in the movie talking about being in the movie, everyone seems like it was just a joy, like to be a part of that project and everyone I'm sure not every single second was amazing, but like the people talking about being on set and every person involved in the movie seems so positive. And like, I, it looks like they are really best friends who love each other and loved being a part of this project together. And it like, it shows yeah, really, it shows. You know what it is? It seems like all of them give really good hugs. Like, that, that's <laughs> yeah, like no, a personality totally. trait of the Black Panther cast uh -huh. is gives really good hugs. Yeah. 
which means the world to me. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Like, I am a hugger through and through, and it's, you can tell a lot by a person's hug. Yeah. I mean, it just, it can change the, like, rhythm of your day. So if you get, imagine getting a hug from the whole cast. I can't. I cannot imagine that. It would, like, I would be dead. I would be a puddle of <laughs> That would be just the perfect way to go out. <laughs> just a hug from the whole cast. And then that ruins the end. Nothing can ruin my year. Nothing yep. can ruin the rest of anything ever again. It's just, no. But, like, they're just, they're sweet. And I encourage everyone to find any interview they can featuring the cast oh, and yeah. the director, Ryan Coogler. Because my favorite thing he said is, I just did as much as I could until someone was going to stop me, which is why I think mm. we got this film. Like, yeah. it's, to have a new director come in, and by new I don't mean, like, he has other films, I mean new to the MCU world, like, it's, they could have been like, no, you can't do any of this stuff, but he was like, nah, I'm going to ask for the world, I'm yeah. going to ask for the universe, and they were like, okay, and I don't know if the other directors are just like, I don't want to push the bill, but this film does fill a hole, like, we get to see... The people, not just as Captain America, they get to, like, he gets to be T'Challa the King and the Black Panther and just, like, this regular-ass dude who is somebody's brother, Mm -hmm. whereas Captain America only gets to be Captain America. You don't Mm -hmm. see Steve Rogers. You don't see the little dude from Brooklyn who became something bigger. So if this is the first chapter in the next arc of films, I look forward to seeing how all these characters develop, and we get more than Black Widow. We get Natasha. We Mm -hmm. get... Tony Stark having a like PTSD and all that stuff. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, we get more character development. Because I mean, that's the reason why I got into Marvel comic books because I had read other comic books <laughs> from very big people, and at times I just didn't relate to their characters as much because they didn't, to me, feel as dimensional as a lot of the Marvel characters do to me, and I think. A lot of that gets lost in the movies. You don't get as much of the character. And in this movie, you got a lot about the characters, along with, like, people die and people survive and people cry and people, you know, all of that stuff, too. Yeah. I feel like I want to talk about this movie forever. Um, So if you want to talk more about Black Panther, if you head to our blog... Robin has done a bunch of posts about her different, like, Wakandan workouts, which are amazing. We have been talking about the movie and the fashion and the characters, and I can't see us stopping anytime soon. So also, you can chat with Robin at Geek Girl Strong and Siobhan at Geeky and Creepy. I am positive they would (laughs) love to chat Black Panther with anyone who (laughs) wants to just gush about how great these characters and this movie are. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We will be back next week with another episode. Stay nerdy and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.